You know, I can always kind of tell how much someone knows about basketball based on how they view Tracy McGrady. Because the reality is, if you look at the game with the eye test, if you look at the game in its essence, in its purity, and you look at the game and you look at his arsenal and his ability on the basketball court, Tracy McGrady is a top 15 talent this game has ever seen. And I'm being nice. When it comes to just perimeter players, he's a lock for top 10. Because you had a monster, 6'8", athletic as hell, plays above the rim, acrobatic, but, uh, you know, the long wingspan, but so skilled. That handle, how fluid he was, how smooth he was, the pull-up jumper, going right, going left, the hezzy pull, all that that he had in his package, the turnaround jumpers over both shoulders, the ability to break a defense down, get in the lane, finish right hand, left hand, dunk on your big, the ability to pass the ball, very underrated vision. And he could guard. He could defend as well. If you watched him closely throughout his career, when it was time to lock a guy down, he got after it. So long, so athletic, laterally quick. The pull-up jumper in transition, he could catch and shoot. He could move without the ball. This was a pure player at 6'8", 6'9"-ish, athletic as hell. If you look at peak Tracy McGrady, he was boxing with Kobe Bryant. You could look, I could look at that Tracy McGrady and say he was the second best player in the league at the time. Because Iverson to me, you don't put him in that combo. He was a small guard. Tracy McGrady was the second best perimeter player in the world from like 01, 02, 03, 04 possibly. If you, dis, if you don't put Iverson in that combo because he's small. He went toe-to-toe with Kobe. Kobe knew about T-Mac, and he's said it multiple times. He's come out and said this was the most unstoppable force in my time that I went up against. So when casuals sit here and I laugh and these lists come out and they have him ranked as 65 and 70th, that's when I know the game is just ruined as far as the coverage and what the understanding and knowledge of the game is because people have been grilled and conditioned to think that T-Mac wasn't as great as he is because of, oh, he didn't have team success. Silly things that are out of his control, you know, how deep he went in the playoffs, or he wasn't a leader, he wasn't a winner. You know, uh, the, the lazy narratives, you know, people just constantly number crunching and, and, you know, looking at what the Orlando Magic and Houston Rockets weren't able to do and blaming one guy for it. Listen, there was not a single moment in Orlando where Tracy McGrady was even in a position to think of contending for an NBA championship. It wasn't like that back then. And Orlando, the, those teams, those front offices, they failed T-Mac. If you want to blame someone for the Orlando Magic not winning, blame the front office. Because they didn't recognize, hey, we have one of the best players in the world. Let's surround him with even half an all-star. No. And the same people that say, oh, T-Mac didn't win, T-Mac didn't win, or he didn't have this, that, and that, they can't even name T-Mac starting five in Orlando. Who did he play with? What infrastructure did they have where he could have success as a, as, you know, as a leader? None. The fact that he used to go to the playoffs, will that team there have 40s and 50s and 60s all season, and then go give the uh, Detroit Pistons fits? The Detroit Pistons that went on to win uh, six or went on to win uh, go to the Eastern Conference Finals six times. He used to almost sing. A, he used to have them against the ropes until they, you know, went into the drawing board and said, "Listen, we got one guy to shut down." Let's shut him down and let's move on. And they always did it. That tells you something. You know, if it was that easy, that tells you something. He didn't have the system around him to win. 
So to penalize them for a lack of success, sure, you could say that the Houston Rockets underachieved because I was pissed off when the Yao Ming and the, and the T-Mac Rockets didn't beat Dallas, and I was more pissed off when they didn't beat the Utah Jazz. But I also knew T-Mac was hurt that time. I also know he was coming off back injury. He was dealing with back spasms at the time. His peak years were past. So he's one of the guys, one of the few guys, if you look at him at his absolute peak, he didn't have any winning system around him. So don't penalize him for not winning. How about you just look at the game in its purity and assess the individual basketball talent he was? Come on, man. Come on. There's Kobe. There's Mike. There's um, uh, Durant. There's LeBron. And then the next group right up is T-Mac, Carmelo, Wade, and Harden as far as wing perimeter guys go. I'm putting the small guards to the side. He's right there. If you look at just the arsenal he had and who he was as a player, Paul Pierce is in there too, in my opinion. That's who he is. This is one of the most unstoppable forces this game has ever seen. Top 15 all time in my my eye as far as ability and talent goes. These other lists and these little narratives around him are all casual stuff. Assess the game. Assess the player. We ain't seen too many like T-Mac.